Pilgrimage of the Heart Meditation is brought to you by PYO.Yoga, an online studio for all your yoga needs, including videos in Spanish and Russian. This podcast is also brought to you by Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga, located in San Diego and serving over 1,000 yogis a week. Hi, this is Sujantra. Join me now and every week to discover the beauty, joy, and peace that lies just underneath. Meditation is very subtle practice and learning meditation involves some philosophy and some uh, deeper thinking. And for myself, when I was trying to learn meditation, I was looking for a teacher, I was looking for a book that would really help me. And what I found is that I was really looking for someone who could make, who could explain it simply to me. Because I remember in high school, I took a Spanish class. And right from the very first day, the teacher, she just went out at full steam. And I don't know why, but her full steam went right over my head and I spent the first six weeks really struggling in Spanish class. And not, it wasn't connecting, it wasn't making sense. And then it turned out my next door neighbor, she was fluent in I think eight languages. Really nice lady, good friends with my mom. So I went over there one day and sat with her for about an hour. And within that one hour, everything was made really clear. I was able to ask her questions, and she was a good teacher, and so I was able to, she broke it down and made it simple, and I was able to understand and then step back into the class and, and move at the fast rate that they were going. And so I think having a, a simplification of teachings really helps. And so what I did tonight was I took one of the essays from my teacher, Sri Chinmoy, and I want to touch on just a couple little points that I think will be really valuable for learning meditation or deepening your practice or your understanding of what we're doing. And it was an essay that he wrote many years ago and gave at one of the Ivy League schools back in the early 60s, uh, mid, uh, late 60s. So it was one of the first talks he gave on, on yoga and meditation is an integral part of yoga. And so it's called, Who's Fit for Yoga? And I'm just going to pick a couple paragraphs. Who is fit for yoga? You are fit for yoga. He is fit for yoga. I am fit for yoga. All human beings, without exception, are fit for yoga. So in other words, meditation, genuine meditation or genuine teaching of yoga should be accessible to everyone. So if you go to try and understand yoga or meditation and you just find that what you're hearing or being taught doesn't make any sense, it doesn't necessarily mean it's your fault. It can be the teachings aren't being well presented. Because ultimately, everyone has the ability to learn meditation. Everyone has the ability to do yoga. 
he goes on, spiritual fitness can be determined by our feeling of oneness, our desire for oneness. The tiniest drop has a right to feel the boundless ocean as its very own, or to cry to have the ocean as its very own. Spiritual fitness determined by a feeling of oneness. And so in the meditation practice, because there's no one sitting there telling you, okay, you're doing great, keep going, move your mind a little bit this way, move these thoughts out of the way. You know, when you're learning something outwardly, someone can, you know, you take a test and someone can grade it and correct you. But with learning meditation, you don't really have that. So you need some type of gauge for yourself. You know, are you, are you practicing techniques that are working for you? Are you... Um, is the teachings you're hearing, is it resonating for you? Is, are you moving in the right direction? And so here's a good compass point, is your feeling of oneness. So when you come out of meditation, do you feel more connected to life? Do you feel more connected to other people? Do you have more empathy? Do you have more understanding? Because if you have those things, it shows that you're starting to open your spiritual heart and, you, and you're getting that feeling of uh, connectedness. And so that shows moving in the right direction. If you're coming out of meditation feeling isolated or confused or you have a headache or feeling discombobulated, then know that something's amiss. It is a mistaken idea that the spiritual life, or in this case, the life of learning to meditate, is a life of austerity and a bed of thorns. No, never. We came from the blissful. To the blissful, we shall return with the spontaneous joy of life. To the blissful, we shall return with the spontaneous joy of life. And so this is also an important philosophical point on meditation and, and where medi- what meditation can do and, and what you're connecting with. So as in, uh, unlike some other things, things that we learn mentally, like learning Spanish, I had to put together, memorize, gram- memorize vocabulary, memorize grammar, piece it together, link it to what I knew about English or other things. And so knowledge gets created Um, by building an edifice of thoughts. With the journey of meditation or the spiritual journey, the journey is about reconnecting with your essence. It's not about building up a gigantic philosophy or filling your mind with all kinds of thoughts, but rather it's about reconnecting with what's already there. And so that idea, we came from the blissful. And so in the ancient teachings of Um, yoga, it says, from delight we have come into existence. From delight we have come into existence. And so, know again that if you're moving in in a, if you're getting a joyful feeling or a happy feeling from your practice, then it shows that you're moving into your essence. Because that essence is blissful, it's joyful. So that's another good compass point for your journey.
And the last one, the last uh, paragraph, he writes, yoga is our union with truth. Yoga is our union with truth. There are three unfolding stages of this union. So three stages of this journey. In the first stage, man has to feel that God needs him as much as he needs God. And so in this, in this paragraph, Sri Chimoy talks about God, um, not, not linked to any certain religion, but just that, that force, that energy of existence, that energy of creation. And so the first step is feeling within ourselves that what we're yearning for is also yearning for us. It's not just a one-way search in a cold, desolate universe, but rather we're yearning for something. We're like the lover, but the beloved is yearning for us. It's reciprocal. In the second stage, man has to feel that without him, God does not exist even for a second. And you, sometimes we're taught in Western philosophy, oh, we're sinners, you know, we're fallen, we're worthless, or whatever it is, we're, we're, we really put ourselves down. And here this, this is saying the idea that without us, there is no God. You know, we're an integral part of this universe. In the third and ultimate stage, the seeker has to realize that he and God are not only eternally one, but also equal, all-pervading, and all-fulfilling. And so the idea that at a very, very deep level, we're, we're one with all of the universe, that everything's interconnected, and we're a vital part of that interconnectedness. So as we move into our meditation tonight, we'll apply some of these ideas. So we'll do the regular conscious relaxation. We'll go into some concentration. But then from the concentration for our meditation, we'll use some of these compass points to guide ourselves. And so you can play with some of these ideas in your practice. Any questions about any of those ideas? Good. Okay. And so beginning with your spine as straight as is comfortable. If possible, breathing in and out through your nose. Breath, body, mind, and emotions are all intertwined. So deepening, evening out your breathing. Allows you to calm your body, center your emotions.
As you breathe in, feel that you're breathing energy up from the base of your spine through your back body, so it's coming up your spine. Feel that on the inhale, you're bringing it up to your heart center, which is in the area of your heart. Exhale, feel grounded, and then on your next inhale, draw the energy up to the crown of your head. So the first breath, it's a two-breath cycle. First breath brings the energy up to your heart. Second breath brings energy up to the crown of your head. Now as you breathe in, bring your awareness to the muscles in your forehead and around your eyes. As you exhale, let those muscles release and relax. You breathe in, bring your awareness to the muscles in your cheeks and jaw. Exhaling, feeling those muscles melting.
Breathing in an awareness of the muscles in the back of your neck and shoulders. Releasing on the exhale. On the next inhalation, draw in an extra deep inhalation, filling your lungs, feeling your chest expanding and opening. And on the exhale, feeling a release, a letting go in your chest, in your heart. Finally, choosing one other area of your body where you feel or suspect there's tension or holding. As you breathe in, become aware of that area. As you exhale, releasing and relaxing.
from here, we'll move into yogic concentration, gathering up our awareness through our senses. Open your eyelids enough so you can either see a darker spot of bamboo flooring or choosing a spot of color on either of the paintings. Let your eyes rest on the object of concentration. It's okay to blink. It's okay if your vision blurs. Key thing is just keeping your eyes as still as is possible. Shifting your awareness to concentration on sound, specifically the flute. You can experiment with either still keeping your eyes open and gazing, or let your eyes close.
Now bringing your concentration to the sense of touch, feeling the breath moving in and out through your nostrils. On your next inhalation, take an extra deep inhalation. Hold your breath for 10 or 15 seconds and see if you can feel the beating of your heart. If you're able to, then continue with that as your focal point for sense of touch. So either breath or heartbeat. And from here, just take a moment and observe how you feel after these first 15 minutes of practice. You may be more conscious of the flow of thoughts and things going on within you, but see if you feel an overriding sense of peace or balance through this first part of the practice. And now we'll flow into our meditation. 
Bring your awareness to the center of your chest. And visualize deep inside your heart something beautiful and blissful. Possibly a scene from nature. Feel that deep, deep within, this is your true nature, this blissful happiness. Try and visualize and feel. And now feel that each time you breathe in, you're drawing that energy from deep, deep inside you. Drawing it up into your chest, into your body, into your mind. And then as you exhale, let that beauty settle within you. And then the next inhalation is again reaching down and drawing up that energy. now for our second meditation, again focusing in on the center of your chest. Feel that each time you breathe in, you're breathing in an impression or a sensation of the world around you. So instead of thinking about the world or your life, feel that as you breathe in, you're drawing awareness through your heart, through your spiritual heart. That's how you're perceiving the world is through your heart. And then as you exhale, feeling the opening of your heart. Your heart expands. So the inhale is drawing in awareness, perception, Exhale is opening, expanding.
for the last two or three minutes, either continue with this exercise or go back to any of the earlier relaxation, concentration, or meditation techniques. Now for the last minute, we'll try one more technique. And this is try to feel that the universe is alive and loves you. Each time you end your meditation, you want to slowly and gradually bring your awareness back to your body and surroundings as much as you need to, but as much as you're able to, try and hold on to this inner awareness.
Ultimately, the practice of meditation means going beyond the world of thoughts and the world of ideas and entering into that deeper perception of yourself and of the world. And so with the spiritual philosophy or the spiritual teachings, finding just one idea or one poem or one aphorism and focusing on that, concentrating on that can be enough to lift you to that higher dimension. And so taking one, even one of these ideas that we talked about tonight, that the universe is alive and needs you as much as you need it, or that spirituality is the feeling of oneness and using that oneness as your compass in your journey. So just some of these simple but very profound ideas can really help to guide you in your practice as you try to go deeper and deeper. Thanks for joining us. This has been a production of Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga. Join us at our studios here in San Diego or visit us online at pyo.yoga. Namaste.